Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. Don't forget, I have two other podcasts out there, Pucks and Cups and From John to Justin, available on all podcast platforms. I live just outside of Edmonton. So I deal with Edmonton winters, and they can be harsh. But in general, I get to work inside, working on podcasts. So I don't have to be outside when it's incredibly cold. But that's not the case for bike couriers. While we might think that being a bike courier would be pretty great in the summer, in the spring, and even the fall, you're getting exercise, you're seeing the city, you're outside all day, so it seems like a pretty good job. But there are bike couriers who work through the winter as well. And that's the subject of Snow Warriors, a new film by Kurt Spenrith. It's a really great film, and on March 18th, you can find it on the National Film Board site and app. I talked with Kurt about the film, about bike careers, about working in the winter outside, and the challenges that they face. So let's get right to the interview. Why, what, how'd you come up with the idea of, of doing Snow Warrior and focusing on Maria and... Uh, you know, these, these snow warriors who are delivering stuff on uh, downtown streets in the middle of the winter? Uh, well, first I should say it's Mariah. Mariah, uh, sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an original and complex spelling, to be sure. <laughs> um, to be totally honest, I, I didn't actually come up with the idea. I developed the idea. Uh, we had a, a friend of ours that, that we've known for years, uh, Rob Malang, who was actually one of, one of the um, grips and did rigging on the film, had worked as uh, a courier and said, you know, you guys should consider making a film about these bike couriers because they go all year round. And, uh, <laughs> and we went to a meeting of the couriers where they had gotten together on the weekend to have like a biking scavenger hunt in their off hours <laughs> because that's how hardcore they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, and two of the folks we met kind of stood out. They're both in the film. Mariah, of course, who was mm-hmm. new-ish to it, but had some serious ambition and was this kind of cool, you know, tough, dynamic woman that was diving right into it. 
Uh, and the other was Gerald, who was a guy who was a bike courier in his mid fifties. Yeah. Which, which we also found extraordinary. And as soon as we chatted with them for 15, 20 minutes, uh, I knew we had a, a really interesting short film about winter, about biking in winter. And from there, pitching to the NFB was fairly obvious mm-hmm. because we wanted to do something artistic. We wanted to celebrate winter. You know, I'm, I'm from Northern Alberta. I grew up here. I wanted to capture a little bit of that craziness of winter in this part of the world. Mm-hmm. And the NFB have, they have a history of making wintry things uh, less famous in the sort of English-speaking part of Canada, but a bit of a film history legend is uh, The Merry World of Leopold Zed, mm. which was a, a French feature film that the film board did about a snowplow driver in Montreal. And we sort of thought, well, maybe we can grab onto that history Yeah, it makes a really kind of interesting story uh, because like you said, you follow her around and, you know, typically people think of bike couriers in the summer and, you know, you're getting exercise and it's beautiful out and, you know, what sounds like a great job, but then, you know, there's these ones who are working in the winter. Were there some challenges with uh, trying to film in the winter uh, with, with, uh, with her? Uh, well, the first challenge we had was the year we were supposed to shoot the film I didn't have a winter. You might remember this, 2016, mm-hmm. 2017, there was no winter in Edmonton. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so we got one day of test shooting in which uh, Mariah happened to have long hair. And then we eventually had to call it off and just move it to the next winter. Uh, but we did manage to use that footage of her with long hair. Mm-hmm. And it kind of turns into this interesting sort of postmodern feminist observation about how she was treated with long hair and extremely feminine presentation on a bike to shorter hair and less obviously female, which mm-hmm. is kind of a, I think, a, an interesting little moment in the film. Um, I was going to ask about that because uh in the film, yeah, she does have short hair through most of it. And then she has long hair. So I was thinking, did you guys like put a, put a wig on to kind of uh, show that? So it, it's kind of interesting that you guys had already had that, uh, that bit of it, yeah. uh, film already. And then, like you said, it's, it, it's a really interesting part uh, of the film that she does say that people gave her more room. She was treated better on the bikes when she had long hair uh, versus, versus the short hair. Which, which is, it's, it's, it's an interesting... Uh, gender analysis. It's also an interesting analysis of Alberta <laughs> and, uh, and, and the kind of good old boys that drive their truck downtown every now and then. <laughs> um, was it, how, how did you film some of those shots where you're, uh, where you're oh, kind of yes. low to the ground shooting up uh, as, as she's cycling towards you? You, you? you asked about challenges and that, yeah. that fits into it. We, we actually had to build and create a lot of the gear that we shot some of the cycling with. Uh, and there were some beta tests. We, uh, 
we tried modifying a bicycle with uh, with an electric motor and a basket to put a cameraman in. That didn't quite work because even then, they're just too fast <laughs> to film with conventional means. And, and I keep joking about that with this film that if you've ever wondered what 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 grips do and what rigging is and stuff like that, uh, watch this film. Uh, a guy named Larry Kelly. Uh, and Rob Malang, the guy that originally suggested the idea, did some amazing work to, to create the camera setups uh, that allowed our DOP, Aaron Munson, to catch some of those shots. Because, yeah, I think, I think we got the cycling in winter in an interesting way. I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and some of those happy accident little shots, like a car wiping out right behind Mariah. Uh, <laughs> just the happy, the wonderful happy accidents of filmmaking. Uh, and a nice thing about working with the National Film Board, because they're still devoted to making art. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Which is, yeah, it's really, really freeing for a filmmaker to just go and try and make something interesting but beautiful and unique and a bit of a time capsule and a bit of a a bit of an observation of culture through the lens of subculture mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, it, working, it, working it, mostly in broadcast tv the nfb is a is a lovely joyous wonderful place for a for, for a filmmaker to work it is i like the uh you calling it a time capsule because one of my favorite things to do is to watch old documentaries on the national film board app you know things from the 70s and the 60s and it very much is kind of seeing a, a glimpse in time of you know it's not you know, when you watch documentaries it's often like you know new york or or los angeles but with the national film board it can be some small town like drumheller or something like that in the 1970s and it, it's such a wonderful thing that they they do have all of these and then we keep making making them like with uh with snow warrior oh yeah and, and what a what a cool thing to be included in that group and, and anybody that hasn't done a just a rabbit hole dive on the nfb website really needs to do because whatever you can imagine wanting to find they probably have it and i always use the example of do you want to know how to build an igloo they have a film of it from 1952 and you can watch it in, in, in real time. And it's strangely fascinating and you can't take your eyes away from it. It is. Yeah. You want to see a guy jump the St. Lawrence in a rocket car. They have that documentary too. Yeah. There's, there's so much that you can watch there and it's, it's all free. That's the best part yeah. is it's completely free to watch, which is just great. Um, yeah, but Buster Keaton's last film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with, uh, with drivers in, in Edmonton, you know, it can be take your life in your hands when you're on a bike. Um, and you kind of do address that with, you know, some of the, the honking at her and everything. Was it, were drivers generally okay with, with the filming? Or were you getting a lot of people honking at you or kind of just looking and seeing what, what the heck were you guys doing? I, I don't think we had it any worse than the couriers have it every day. Uh, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people are considerate. And I think people are getting incrementally more accustomed to the idea that roads are to be shared with bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're, you're, you're a history podcast, so I'll, I'll throw out a, 
a name from Edmonton history, Tooker Gomberg was the first guy I remember that was a public figure that rode a bike all winter. And he was a, a city councilor in Edmonton. And I remember in the late 80s, the ridicule heaped on him by, by the local press, particularly the sun, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that has, I think, been attenuated by time a little bit. Um, people get frustrated because it's winter. And, and Mariah talks about all this stuff in the film. She's, she's aware of the fact that if she were in a car and stuck behind a bike that was slipping a little and going slow, she might get frustrated. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I was actually surprised by the generosity of spirit that the bike couriers had towards frustrated drivers. Um, <laughs> there were a few times I imagined that if I were in their position, I might have swung a bike lock at a, at a rear view mirror. <laughs> but they, they, they have the patience of saints. Mm -hmm. not, not to encourage anyone that hears that to try that patience if they see any of them, but yeah. uh, they, they do have the patience of saints. Um, for people who watch this, do you feel like uh, giving the perspective of the, the the people on the bikes might make them, like I said, most people are pretty good. They give, you know, plenty of room and everything, but maybe help them think a bit more that, you know, these are people who are doing a job. They're not out for a joyride. They're, they're working just like you are, you know, driving to your work behind them in the winter. I, I joked about this the other day with Mariah is uh, it's very easy to get impatient with a bike courier until it's your real estate closing or business deal or <laughs> divorce papers or whatever that they're delivering down the road. Uh, the, the truth is, is that a lot of the stuff that they carry is stuff that's sensitive enough and important enough to the running of society that hard copies have to be delivered. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, they're doing really vital, vital stuff. It's, it's not a frivolous activity by a long shot. To make a long answer longer, yes, I hope the people that watch this uh, do extend a little bit more appreciation and care to, uh, to what these, these cats are doing. Especially in the winter. <laughs> Especially in the winter. <laughs> yeah. uh, what got you interested in filmmaking? Uh, I, strangely enough, started off in theater. And uh, as, as an actor, I, I trained as an actor. I'm a graduate of the, uh, the, the BFA Acting Conservatory at the University of Alberta. And uh, I, I always joked that it was escalating hubris. I sort of started with, uh, you know, being directed by people and going, oh, I think I could direct this better. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then being produced by people and thinking, ah, oh, I could produce this better. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so far I've, uh, I've kind of been right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I sound like such an unbearable jerk. Uh, no, I have to say all. something really humbling now to ingratiate myself <laughs> to people listening. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with, with pride and, and, you know, feeling yeah. like you're good and at what you do. People that are listening to this, uh, I, I was smiling while I was saying that <laughs> just to make sure that I don't get killed. 
there, there was an ironic smile that you that you couldn't see. <laughs> um, in regards to the film, we kind of just talked about, uh, you know, maybe making people think a bit more about the people on the bikes. But what else do you hope people get out of watching Snow Warrior? I hope people actually get on a bike mm. and give it a whirl. Uh, w- one of the weird misapprehensions I had about it, because I, I, I do cycle, but I, before meeting these, these folks, I always had this idea that to cycle in winter, you needed all this fancy gear. You needed like a, a fat bike with studded tires or whatever. Uh, the truth is, no, you, you can just ride a bike year round. And, and I'd, I'd encourage people to try that. Maybe the first time on a street with no traffic, definitely wearing a helmet. In the summer. <laughs> yeah. in, in the summer, yes. <laughs> uh, but, but biking in winter, try it a few times. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of fun. And, uh, you know, not a lot more dangerous than, uh, than walking in winter. True enough. <laughs> and then uh, this comes out on March 18th on the National Film Board site, right? Yes. Yes. And worldwide. We just mm. uh, we just negotiated that. So wherever you can listen to this podcast, you can watch the film on, on the National Film Board website. And if uh, people want to get in touch or they want to get in touch with you or learn more about the film or anything like that, uh, is there any social media website, anything like that? Uh, I would say go 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 to that NFB website. Take a look. There's uh, there's some bios up and uh, and uh, yeah, just pass it around and uh, and yeah, let people know what you think. Share 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 how it how it impacted you. I hope you enjoyed that interview. And if you did, please leave a rating and review. If you like, you can reach me through email at craig at canadaehx.com. You can also visit my website where you'll find hundreds of articles on Canada's history as well as all my podcast episodes. Just go to CanadaEHX.com. And don't forget you can support the podcast through Patreon. There are multiple tiers to choose from, all with great benefits. You can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Just like all of these wonderful patrons have, and I apologize if I mispronounce any names. Randy McCallum, Diane Wade, Laurie-Ann Kirby, Gary Dolovich, Nick Zinri, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Chauve, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, Catherine Roa, Luke S., J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. If you want, you can find me on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash CanadianHistoryX. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D. And you can find me on Instagram. Just go to Bairdo37. Thanks. We'll see you again next time.